हरे कृष्णा पंचकौ पुत्रुभ्यश्चाकृपचिन्नुभ्येदचक्षितनम्भावनेभ्यो we're up to text number 4 as as you see in the this edition of the bhagavatam uh there's uh 2 3 4 and 5 have all been done together and we've split them up um so just to bring you uh if you go to the end of the uh of that group of that final verse there uh says uh satva rajas chetas tamasas chanu purvashaha vitayo varnita praya so it lists them satva rajas and then tamas uh so these have been described one after another so uh text 2 is sattva just the qualities without saying what they are just that list of qualities of sattva and then text 3 is uh rajas and then 4 which we're going to start is tamas uh, uh so in the in the Bhagavatam actually just three two three and four just simply has the qualities and then five it says these are the sequence first was sattva next was rajas next was tamas uh they've been described and it says vittayo varnita praya uh the dispositions characteristic of sattva rajas and tamas in sequence have been described for the most part uh uh so this not exhaustive and uh some but pretty much there uh uh so these this were these are the word here that at the end of this vitayaha which is translated here as functions but it really a clear translation in context would be modes of being nature character or disposition uh, for a person its inherent qualities of mind and character sometimes the word disposition is used to say that to uh, indicate that their inherent qualities of mind and character so these are the inherent the, the dispositions characteristic of sattva characteristic of rajas and characteristic of tamas um uh, so that's and then the rest of five now please hear about combinations of these because they've been described uh kind of uh, in their pure state as it says uh in the very beginning in the first verse i'm going to describe to you uh in there uh, as though they were unmixed and so we've already been through uh satpaguna just to review i'll, I'll read you the the, the text 
uh, the, the unmixed modes, as they said, uh, 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 so sattva, mind and sense control, shama, dhamma, vitiksha, uh, tolerance, iksha, discrimination or discernment, insight, tapaha, uh, austerity or strictly following one's prescribed duties, Satyam, truthfulness, daya, uh, mercy, smriti, which literally means remembrance, but which is here glossed as careful study of the past and future, uh, tushtihi, uh, uh, satisfaction in any condition, uh, tyaga, uh, renunciation or generosity, two meanings of this word, tyaga, uh, uh, aspriha, not touching, means detachment from uh, sense gratification, shraddha, uh, faith in the spiritual master, or bona fide authorities, properly placed faith, you can say, pre, uh, shame due to improper activity, being embarrassed at improper activity, uh, daya, charity, and then so on, charity, simplicity, humility, and uh, svadnivrittihi, uh, uh, taking one's satisfaction or pleasure from within, being naturally kind of uh, happy. So that's goodness, and uh, just the, the, the qualities particular to that. Then the, uh, verse 3 uh, has described the mode of passion, uh, karma, material desires, iha, endeavor, hard work, uh, madaha, audacity, uh, trishna, dissatisfaction, avidity, greed, means thirst, literally, uh, uh, stamba, arrogance, pretentiousness, false pride, uh, ashi, uh, ashish, praying, but here it says for material advancement, Vida uh, being a separatist, that is to say, thinking of oneself different and better than others, whether it's an individual or your group or your club or your family or your race or your whatever. Uh, uh, a lot of that going around, isn't there? Uh, Sukham, essential uh, enjoyment here. Mada Utsaha, courage based on uh, intoxication or rash eagerness to fight uh, because of pride. Um, um, that may be your best judgment to fight, but you're going to do it anyway just because you're all puffed up. Uh, a rash means it's you know, not, not well thought out. Then Yeshaha uh, Pritihi, fondness of hearing yourself praised or glorified, hasham, uh, which means just means joking, but this case here means uh, making fun of other people, ridiculing other people, uh, dirium, advertising your own pride, <coughs> counting yourself on the chest, patting yourself on the head, <laughs> your own prowess, and finally, bala ujjama, uh, 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 
endeavoring by using physical strength or justifying your own actions just because you can be strong enough to do it. So that's now, just so you can see by contrast, we come to text number four, where we finally look at the Tamaguna, the mode of ignorance darkness. So for reading the text, we'll say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So text four goes, the list, uh, uh, so, Krodha, uh, well, just I'll read it here, intolerant anger, stinginess, speaking without scriptural authority, violent hatred, living as a parasite, hypocrisy, chronic fatigue, quarrel, lamentation, delusion, unhappiness, depression, sleeping too much, false expectations, fear, and laziness. You can recognize that cluster of characteristics. <laughs> They're all quite easily identifiable. We don't see very much anybody in Sattva but that's the like. Uh, more obvious to us is passion and ignorance. Uh, in New York, Prabhupada told reporters, I was there when he did it, that uh, uh, he said, in your society, uh, every, everyone is a shudra and there are a few vaishas. Uh, that means to say, actually, such a guru you don't see, and really, Raja, even Raja guru you don't see. It's mostly, there's mixture of Raja and uh, passion and ignorance, which is the Vaisha, and ignorance, which is the Shudra. So here it is, Krodha, intolerant anger. Uh, there are people who are always in a rage, always bearing a grudge, always angry at somebody, always ranting about something, uh, constituting an online presence known as the trolls, and so on. This is characteristic of Tamagu. Always just angry at somebody for something. Always bearing grudges and so on. Uh, and you keep in that mood even though you may change the object. Maybe person A today, next week is person B, next week, you know, and it goes around, but you keep the attitude all the time uh, of anger. Lobha, stinginess, it literally means greed, uh, but uh, 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 that's um, uh, uh, keeping things to yourself, uh, uh, wanting more, but also not wanting to give anything. Um, next one, anirtam, um, false speech. And word for word. And they call this speaking without scriptural authority. The simple translation is lying. Yeah. So there's a lot of that going around too. I mean, 
There's a, there was a famous literary feud once in America between uh, two writers, Mary McCarthy and Lily and Hellman. Uh, and Mary McCarthy said, every word that comes out of her mouth is a lie, including and and the. <laughs> Anyway, they must put down. But anyway, so but just lying in general, because uh, 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 otherwise everybody's a liar. Which is, it's not useful for discrimination. Uh, I, I mean, if I say the light is green when it's red, or when I say it's, if I just say the light is green. Both are without scriptural authority, but anyway. So, but in general, yeah, it's lying. Uh, then ahimsa, enmity, or they describe it here as violent hatred. It's just violence. Ahimsa, the opposite is ahimsa. Uh, uh, yachna, uh, which is translated as living as a parasite, begging. Which is what you do all the time. See, so just living off, living off of others, one way or another. Uh, Dumba, which is translated here as hypocrisy. Uh, uh, yeah, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. There's a few things to say about Dumba uh, because then. Uh, uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says um, that Dhamba, which is bluffing, really, uh, it's called hypocrisy, bluffing, pretending. So here it's pretending to practice Dharma. Because the word Dhamba comes up, like uh, here in Bhagavad Gita, this is uh, where the... Where the uh, the uh, demonic people described here. It says here uh, in uh, second line of 1617, Yajante nama dum They perform a sacrifice in name only. So the word is Dumba Yajna. Uh, Yajante, uh, they they worship or perform sacrifice, nama yajna, in the name only, sacrifice in name only, dambena, which is translated here as out of pride, for show, just for show, avidhi purvakam, without following any rules and regulations. Uh, 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 that's what they say. Uh, and uh, in, in the Bhagavatam 5.26.7, the phrase Dhamba Yajna uh, is there, the compound, uh, which is translated as a, uh, a sacrifice performed to increase prestige. Uh, so, so sometimes this is, this is why they, they say to pretend to practice, to do it for show, to impress others with your piety, and so on. So this is uh, Dhamba. But then the, the idea of Dhamba, uh, 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 otherwise, is just bluffing or hypocrisy. Tramaha, uh, uh, fatigue. You're always tired. 
เรื่องนามคาลิฮิ of course quarrel given given to fault finding and 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 always arguing with people boys got several feuds going on all the time which he sustained enthusiastically Shoka Mohau lamentation delusion Vishada Arti suffering from dejection unhappiness it's translated here but it's being kind of dejected Arti means of course suffering but somehow in the word for word they say unhappiness and false humility I don't understand what that is but that it is depression unhappiness is the vishada and the depression is arti like but you're down all the time feeling sorry for yourself I mean vishada for example it's one of it's one of the vyavachari bhavas you know a symptom of ecstasy there can be vishada also it's a component of rasa and that's a little different but so sometimes these things occur in a different context but here it's just vishada lamentation grief nidra sleeping too much nidra simply means sleep a word for word they translated as sloth asha false expectations this is very characteristic of the asha means hope but it's always a baseless hope in the mode of ignorance. The people that consider buying a lottery ticket as an investment and their plan, I'm going to win the lottery and then we'll go on a vacation, they make their plans on, on, on these kinds of things. Everybody knows, you know, you lose. <laughs> but but I, I just read somewhere that people who buy lottery tickets all the time and play the lottery think of it as an investment. Oh, that's a characteristic of the mode. Um, uh, D, uh, uh, fear. Uh, 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 when it gets really bad, it's paranoia. And uh, this word here, anujjama, uh, lack of uh, effort. Uh, the word ujjama, uh, 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 this is the negative ujjama uh, stri striving exerting yourself you can't be bothered to exert yourself it would include procrastination and, and just not uh, ujjama sometimes means strenuous and continued effort you're not capable of, of that that's also a sign of uh, mode of ego so that's that's the list that together defines this kind of 
uh, state of being, this disposition disposed to be this way. I usually, somebody's not purely in ignorance, somebody's not purely in passion, somebody's not purely in goodness, they're mixed up together. But these are their outstanding characteristics. Uh, their avritta, as it says in text 5, uh, uh, of, uh, of, these, uh, of these three. So once you study these, learn to recognize them and see when they, when they come. Because it's important for us because the, the sign of advancement in Krishna consciousness is we should see these symptoms of the modes of passion and the modes of ignorance decrease. If we're practicing properly spiritual activities, they should be decreasing. Uh, and, of course, our, uh, our ultimate aim is not the mode of goodness, but it's a stage on the way uh, uh, to transcendence. It's kind of the launching pad for transcendence is the mode of, uh, of, of goodness. Uh, in and of itself, it's another way of form of bonding if you're attached to it. Because you can, the mode of goodness, you can, Prabhupada explains in the Bhagavad Gita in the mode of goodness, you think everything is nice. You know, you're not suffering. Uh, you're interested and alert and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, up for everything and basically have a very happy disposition. You can then say, oh, this material world is not a bad place. and, and uh, uh, Don't want to you know, try to get out of it by some vulgar over-endeavor. I'll just uh, enjoy the mode of goodness. Uh, 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 so it's not, the, it's not the goal, but, but one should the symptoms, this lust, greed, uh, anger, uh, passion and ignorance, they should be decreasing. So one should be able to recognize them, these dispositions of the mind, and if they're not decreasing, then you can have to look and say, what am I doing wrong that they're, they're not going away? Uh, uh, so now, uh, then, then uh, the um, text 5 uh, then, then uh, says, uh, uh, Oh, by the way, I want to point something out when, 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 when Krishna says in the beginning of this uh, uh, text uh, of this uh, discussion, he says, um, Yeah, this uh, in, in, in text one, he says, "I'm going to describe to you how a living entity attains a particular nature or by association with individual material modes that is in their unmixed state." And he says here in, in this, this text, text one, "Upadaraya uh, samshataha." Please try to understand as I speak. As I say these, think of how a person is affected by each guna. So when, when Krishna says to us, I'm, I'm going to describe them, just think about how, what, what this mentality or what this uh, state of disposition of, 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 of your personality is under these modes. So he asks them to do that. 
now, having done that, you said that now I've, I've explained to you to them uh, in their pure state. Now he says, please hear about the mixture or combination of these uh, three modes. Sanipattam Atokshu. Please hear about the mixture or the combinations of these modes. So here, uh, from six to eight, there's a, uh, a kind of overview of the combination, what it looks like. And the combination of the modes means uh, sometimes with the, the modes are there, but one or the other is predominating over the others. So in six, he says, in six, very interesting actually, he says, Sani Patas Vaham Itti Mameti Uddhava Ya Matihi, that's Mameti Uddhava Ya Matihi, Yavahara Sani Pato. Mano Mantendriyashvihi. My dear Uddhava, the combination, this is this word, Sanipata. My dear Uddhava, the combination of all three modes is present in the mentality of I and mine. The ordinary transactions of this world, which are carried out to the agency of the mind, the objects of perception, the senses and the vital airs of the physical body are also based on the combination of the modes. Uh, so it's very interesting here. Uh, so the combination of the modes uh, uh, is seen in aham uh, itti, mama itti. The word itti in Sanskrit which means thus, is also used as quotation marks. In English, we'd show by quotation marks. Uh, and, of course, the trouble is in Sanskrit, it becomes at the end of the quotation, and you sometimes you're not quite sure where it begins. <laughs> but is, so, aham and mameti, I and mine, these are the combinations of modes which are uh, uh, there, and present in the mentality of I and mine. When you're thinking, I, I am this body, I am uh, this, I am that, some material designation, and things in relationship belong to me, uh, this is the mentality. Uh, Vyavahara uh, means conventional or ordinary, everyday kinds of activities. Or, or events, the ordinary transactions of this world word. Uh, this sanipata, again, uh, uh, that word is repeated twice, the combination of uh, mana, uh, the mind, matra, the object's perception, meaning tan matras, the objects of the sense of uh, sight, touch, and taste, and smell, and hearing. These are the mantras, the senses, and the ashubihi, the vital airs. Uh, so, um, 
Vishwa Chakravarti Thakur has a very interesting commentary, and the commentary that's in the BBT text is sort of a commentary on Vishwa Chakravarti Thakur's commentary. <laughs> so we'll go look at uh, what uh, what Vishwa Chakravarti uh, uh, says. He says, the conception of I and mind is a mixture of the gunas. So just the, the mind, right, uh, that, that, just the sense, there's a mixture. Of action using the mind, sense object, senses, and life airs is also a mixture of the gunas. When control of the mind, lust or anger, become strong, then the person becomes control of the mind personified. In other words, this is what happens when you are one who can control the mind. Then you think of yourself as, I am a person who can control his mind. This is the mode of goodness, right? Being able to da, sama, dama, these are the mode of goodness. So when he says become control of the mind, or lust personified, when lust or anger becomes strong, he identifies with those feelings. And anger, he becomes anger personified. Uh, so when, when, when control of the mind is strong, a person becomes control of the mind personified. Lust becomes strong, lust personified. Anger becomes strong, anger personified. You identify with those states of being. That is what he's saying. Ordinary activities of ordinary men based on I and mine are not accomplished by the jiva alone. Since the jiva is never free of I and mine spontaneously and has no trace of discrimination to think of what is proper or improper when blinded by lust or anger with the conception of I am so-and-so and this is my son. So what he's saying here so the ordinary people, these actions is not, the jiva provides the consciousness, but since the jiva, he says, is never free of I and mind spontaneously, you have to be released from that. It's not the jiva, the bound jiva itself. Uh, uh, so that, 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 that jiva in its natural state when it is overcome by lust or anger, uh, uh, that, that false ego is there, the ahankara, the, 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 this mamaham, uh, this is, uh, uh, the, the modes are there. Thus, actions are accomplished. So when you do, perform any action, the mind is involved, the senses are involved, the sense objects and the life airs are all involved. Uh, 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 and they are in conjunction with Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas. Uh, so now here, bearing this in mind, here's the BBT's explanation of this purport. The illusory concept of I and mind occurs by the mixture of the three modes of nature. So that's the first thing. The conception of I and mind is a mixture of the gunas. There's almost another translation of the 
Vishnu Charnavati. A person in goodness may feel, I am peaceful. Controlling the mind. I am peaceful. One in passion may think, I am lusty. And one in ignorance may think, I am angry. In other words, he self-identifies with the, the mode that's controlling him. Similarly, one may think, my peace, my lust, and my anger. I am that, and the things in relationship to me belong to me. Uh, one completely absorbed in the mentality of being peaceful could not work in the material world. He would lack any impulse to perform activity. So you'd just be that. If you're completely peaceful, you wouldn't do anything. So if you're working, so if you're in the world, so you you want to do something immediately, any action, there's some apparent mode of passion coming into that. You need something. You're peaceful until you're thirsty. Then you have to get a glass of water. Then your senses, the sense objects and the light airs all come into play. Any, and all these things are involved in anything in the world, practically. Um, uh, so one completely absorbed in the mentality of being peaceful could not work in the material world. He would lack any impulse to perform activities. Similarly, one absorbed in lust would be blinded without at least a tinge of peacefulness or restraint. Uh, so there usually there's something that stops you from going too far. You know, almost rage, but then I stop. But you have perhaps on your permission to <laughs> that to come out in college, you know. <laughs> Please sign this. <laughs> it's a consensual activity. You have to... <laughs> anyway. Uh... One overwhelmed with anger could not function properly in the material world without the mixture of other qualities. So they all get involved uh, uh, somehow or other. If you're purely in any one of these modes, you're going to like really screw up bad. You know what they're saying here. Thus we find that a material mode does not occur in a pure isolated form, but it rather is mixed with other modes, thereby making possible normal functioning within the world. So that's a good explanation of what Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is, is saying here. So, thus actions are accomplished using the mind, sense of sense object object in conjunction with Sattva, Rajas, and Dhamma. They all come into uh, display, and into play, excuse me. Then, of course, in the BBT, they add, ultimately, one should think, I am the eternal servant of Krishna. That is not a false ego. That's your real sense of yourself. And my only possession is loving service to the Lord. That is, this is the pure state of consciousness beyond the material mode. So they put that in there for our edification. But that's that's what he's he's, uh, uh, saying here. So, uh, but, but when we do things, it's actually the modes acting. It, it's not the, the, the jiva. Uh, if, if we look in the, uh, Krishna, uh, Krishna says this, and Prabhupada points this out in the purport. Uh, this is uh, Bhagavad Gita uh, 327. 
uh, Krishna says, Prakriti Kriya Mahanani Gunai Karmani Sarvashaham Sarvashaha Ahankara Vimuddhatma Kartaham Itimanyate The spirit soul bewildered by the influence of false ego, Ahankara Vimuddhatma thinks himself the doer of activities, Kartaham I am the karta, the doer that of activities that are in actuality carried out by the three modes of nature. So that's what he says here. You think you're the doer, but you don't carry out the activities at all. The modes of doing it. Prakriti kriyamanani, these uh, karamani, uh, uh, these are all sarvashaha, all activities are carried out gunai by the modes, kriyamani, being done by the modes, prakriti, of material nature. Uh, that's, how the, that's how actions are con- conducted. Ahankara vimuratma made an idiot by false ego. Ahankara. Uh, he thinks, kartaham iti, there's that iti, kartaham, quotation, I am the doer. So the commentary is actually uh, basically this verse uh, in, in the, the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, so this, because here it says, aham and mameti, aham and mama, the conception of I and mine. And uh, I want to uh, go a little further into the Bhagavatam on this because Prabhupada has some interesting things to say here in the commentary about this mamaham that shows up in the Bhagavatam. Uh, uh, this is, I'm reading from Canto 2, Chapter 5, Text 13. Vilajamanasya yasya stantum iksha pate munya vimohita dikantante mamaham so again you see this mamaham itti, durdiyaha. The durdiyaha means bad thinking. And the bad thinking is mamaham, mine and I. Uh, so Prabhupada translates this, the illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence. Be ashamed of her position. Meaning when, when Krishna is dealing with the three modes of nature, She's, she's ashamed. She's embarrassed. She stays, Maya stays away. Uh, she can't take pressure. Uh, she can't take uh, precedence in any way. He says here, the illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence, being ashamed of her position. Uh, she uh, doesn't want to come in front of his eyes. But those who are vimohita by her, uh, bewildered, vimohita, they talk nonsense, vikantante, they they talk nonsense, Uh, uh, being absorbed in thought of it is I and it is mine, namaham. Uh, So... That's where you see this mamaham iti. And then, 
that another place in the second canto, Prabhupada spends a lot of time on this mamaham. Uh, few verses are here. Uh, why, how it is that one identifies with the body. And so in uh, Canto 2, Chapter 9, first text, Shukadeva Goswami says, Unless one is influenced by the energy of the personality of Godhead, there is no meaning to the relationship of the pure soul and pure consciousness with the material body. The relationship is just like a dreamer seeing his own body working. Uh, so, in other words, the soul in itself, which is pure, has no relationship to the body. It's the illusory energy that causes this idea of you having this relationship to this body. Because you may wonder, here's the soul which is spiritual, and now there's a particular uh, configuration of material energy, and this is my body, and I am this body. How does that happen? Uh, so Prabhupada explains here uh, in the, the, the purport uh, that, that our natural situation is that we are subordinate to the Lord and to serve the Lord. But uh, why do we become influenced by the external energy that says here you become influenced in this way? Because we want to become God, he explains. This is our ahankara, the basis of our ahankara. Uh, because the living entity is partially independent also, he may not be willing to serve the Lord, but may try to become as independent as the Lord is. All the non-devotee living entities are desirous of becoming equally as powerful as the Lord, although they are not fit to be so. And we have our God projects going. To be the enjoyer and to be the controller. The living entities are illusioned by the will of the Lord because they want to become like him. Like a person who thinks of becoming a king without possessing the necessary qualification, when the living entity desires to become the Lord himself, he is put into a condition of dreaming that he is a king. Therefore, the first sinful will of the living entity is to become the Lord. Notice that first sinful will, like original sin. And the consequent will of the Lord, so that's our desire, the consequent will of the Lord is that the living entity forget his factual life and thus dreams of the land of utopia where he may become one like the Lord. Then Prabhupada gives the example, the child cries to have the moon from the mother and the mother gives the child a mirror to satisfy the crying and disturbing child with the reflection of the moon. Similarly, the crying child of the Lord is given over to the reflection, the material world, to lord it over as a karmi, and this, to give this up in frustration to become one with the Lord. But these stages uh, are dreaming illusions only. Then he says, there's no necessity of tracing out the history of when the living entity desired this. Prabhupada says, although people keep trying, uh, movement sometimes. But the fact is that as soon as he desired it, he was put under the control of Atma Maya by the direction of the Lord. 
Therefore, the living entity in his material condition is dreaming falsely that this is mine and this is I, uh, and so on. So this is uh, uh, the contaminated state. This is how it becomes uh, relevant. And then he goes on, uh, the next few verses, we're running out of time here, uh, uh, but Prabhupada goes on to say that also the conception of I and mine is uh, uh, carried over where the misconception of I am the Lord and I am the Supreme also goes into a kind of transcendental project of by yoga or by I'll also become God. First, it doesn't work by enjoying. I become frustrated. So then with the same mentality, I then take up spiritual life. Uh, and that, that's in the, the consequent verses uh, 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 to this. Uh, uh, anyway, I'll stop there. That's the. Uh, if you want to see these verses, Bhagavatam two five thirteen, and then look at two nine two and three for Prabhupada's take on this. Uh, so now, what's going to happen from uh, where we are? We've done six. So from six to eight, we'll get the combinations of the modes with one of the other predominating, and there's start to be a description of that one. So we'll continue with text number uh, seven next week. What date is that? Let me think. Let's see. Twenty-six, is that right? Um, yeah, the 25th. Okay. Take up with uh, text number 7 and continue this. So now we'll see if there are any questions or comments. You can text it in, uh, or you can speak. Uh, star six to speak on the phone. Uh, uh, otherwise, just text it in. Gotta read it out. So we get further than this. No questions? All is clear? Is everything self evident and clear? Huh? If you haven't got this little chart, the three modes of nature that uh, I've made up, it has the material from this 
this particular uh, chapter in it, uh, and then uh, also other places where they get a a, a uh, other uh, expositions of symptoms of the three modes of material nature. And uh, it's very good to have this and study it and, and learn all these different aspects of the three modes of nature. Kendra just has a comment. He says, the more I hear about the modes, the more I see how much I'm under their control. Thing. To see how much we're under the control of nature, that's very good to notice that. Because uh, if you, you're, uh, at that point, we'll be able to detach our stuff, ourselves from our own mind, mostly. Uh, the subtle body. Remember, the subtle body is where we're mostly glued in. Uh, and to understand I'm not the body, uh, that also means I'm not the mind. How the, uh, the, uh, and for advance in, in Krishna consciousness, we're told that uh, the mind should become uh, our enemy so that we can conquer the mind. And then when it's conquered, then the mind can become our friend. And, uh, and so to see these modes working and to see how our mind is working, so understanding I'm not this mind, this is how it's working. Engage everything in Krishna's service and in devotionals. And uh, one, one discovers, at least by our own process, that who comes and helps us, because if it were a do-it-yourself, all-by-yourself project, it would be impossible. But the thing is, is, is that we're doing this in relationship to Krishna. And if we're asking Krishna when we chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, remember that that mantra is in the vocative case. So it's not just reciting the names of God, it's also addressing. It's a prayer. And Prabhupada has said in that, that recording that was in the happening record uh, uh, that what we're praying is, O oh Lord, O oh energy of the Lord, please engage me in your service. And that please engage, so we're asking for something. And so, uh, please engage me in your service is the prayer. The corollary can be please disengage me from anything that prevents me from engaging in your service. And therefore, please free me from the mode of passion, the mode of ignorance. And uh, if one begins to get some sense of the mode of goodness, then we can thank Krishna so we won't become proud of being in the mode of goodness either. Uh, and so the sense of being in relationship to Krishna and being Krishna's servant and being saved from repeated birth and death in the material world all should come about at the same time. So that uh, the, uh, another sign of progress in Krishna consciousness is a, 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 the natural development of humility because it's very easy to become proud of the mode of goodness or to become proud of spiritual advancement or to become humble and then become proud that you're humble if you're not careful. <laughs> so <laughs> these things will be taken care of because of the relationship uh, with Krishna also becomes apparent. 
is situated in everyone's heart from me become remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. So when that remembrance uh, starts to develop, we know who to thank. And so the sense of being a servant and therefore our real self gradually becomes manifest as the beauty of Krishna consciousness. Maharidi also has a comment. He says, it seems that getting from passion to goodness doesn't pay off in modern material world. Apparently, material definition of success is heavily based on the mode of passion. Yes. But Gita, he mentions that, I can't remember the exact place, but he says, formerly, uh, uh, in former times, the standard of advancement was the standard of the mode of goodness. But he says today the standard of advancement is the standard of the mode of passion. Uh, in, in, in other words, uh, the, the, what you consider to be an advanced civilization uh, is the standard of Am I getting more money? Am I getting more prestige? Am I getting more control over others? All these things. Am I able to satisfy my desires more and more? These are the standards of the mode of passion. The warning that comes with this, by the way, is the result of the mode of passion is misery. So these people ultimately are not happy because they find they get all this stuff and they're still not satisfied. And the more they get, they're still not satisfied. And so then they usually, to, to stop the pain, go down to the mode of ignorance, of intoxicated and other things like that, or completely delusive immortality projects, projects like having your body cyrogenetically frozen so that when they find out how to cure the disease that killed you, they can resurrect you, and whatever. Uh, those kind of things may happen. So that's our standard of advancement, is the standard of the mode of, 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 of passion. And it sweeps every, everybody up, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, and, and uh, the, the real sign of... Uh, are we an advanced civilization? Are people becoming more and more clean? Are they becoming more and more austere? Are they becoming more and more merciful? Mercy, merciful? Yeah, merciful. And, and more and more truthful. Sending this austerity, mercy, and truthfulness. These are the four legs of Dharma. Those should be in, increasing. That's what, that's what you should see. And we're seeing just the opposite. So by those standards, we're not advanced. Mahavrati asks, what are the limits of Triguna upward mobility? How fast and how far can you advance on average? I, I guess the question of how, you, how fast and how far, it depends upon the circumstances how much we're in a particular mode or control to begin with. Normally, advancement in, in Krishna consciousness would mean that, the, that, 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 that mode of ignorance goes away, 
uh, in that in that way, that has to disappear, and then the mode of passion has to disappear. And once you become situated in goodness, uh, and then from the mode of goodness, then you can see things in the right position, hear things in the right position, understand things. And in the mode of goodness, uh, you then uh, uh, will be able to start to understand or directly perceive spiritual reality. Uh, uh, this perception is not there much. Uh, anymore because that that mode is not cultivated at all uh, uh, so so uh, uh, but if you go back and look at the writings of former times saint Anselm Saint Augustine, you can start to see that there's some some beginning of spiritual perception there uh, uh, in in in, in uh, saints of the past and where people are actually pursuing spiritual life as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, a serious endeavor that, that, will, that will happen. Uh, but it, it's, it's very rare. And remember that the modes themselves, if it's just the material mode of goodness, passion and ignorance will be standing nearby ready to take over. And you may be pretty much uh, in the mode of goodness, but as soon as you're stressed out, you get hit from behind by some other car, and then suddenly another mode takes over. So people are one way when they're when they're everything's nice, but as soon as they become pressure under pressure or under stress, then passion and ignorance will will uh, overwhelm them. But to maintain you know, a mode of goodness under a stressful condition is very, very difficult. This is a question from Ramananda. He asks, does becoming proud of one's goodness come from passion? Yeah, there's still, there's still some... Uh, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a, a pride is a sign of dumba. It's, it's a sign of the mode of passion. So it will still be this. So remember, when as long as it's the material mode of goodness, it's not vishuddha sattva. It's not pure goodness. So there's some. Uh, uh, and then if I'm proud of being in the mode of goodness, and then under some stressful condition or some that I meet up with some certain person the mode of passion takes over. I might be uh, delude. I also go to the mode of ignorance by pretending that didn't happen or not recognizing what's going on because it's not my idea of myself. And so there could be delusion also because there's some pride that's there. And remember, there's always Dhamma Yajna. You, know, you perform some kind of spiritual activity and uh, to impress others. Sometimes you're your own audience. You know, you want to impress yourself, too. <laughs> okay. So we'll pick up again now uh, next week with uh, Canto 11, Chapter 25, Text 7, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.